you can't have a great burger without um, two buns. You know, two great buns. buns. Two buns, yeah. And the better the buns are, the better the burger will be. And um, buns out is basically around, you know, obviously there's some tongue in cheek there, um, emphasis on cheek. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the cheeky spot for a burger. Hey guys, so I've spoken about legacy quite a few times on this show, um, the least of which uh, one of the big proponents of legacy is the man, the legend that is Maps Mapanyani. Uh, if you haven't done so already, go and check out the previous interview with him. He's been on my show a few times actually. Um, but uh, today I want to talk to you about this new frame on legacy called Buns Out. And Buns Out is Maps's new entrepreneurial venture. It is a QSR restaurant in linden and they serve some pretty insane hamburgers so i wanted to get the story because the social media has been lit up over the last few weeks about this um obviously maps having over a million followers on twitter alone and i took 21 of my team down there for hamburgers and we did a live podcast inside buns out and so what you're about to hear is the true story the backstory the real story behind this new legacy-making venture called Bands Out. Hey guys, welcome to a cracking installment of the Map Round Show. We are live on location today in Linden with none other than the man, the legend, Maps <laughs> Mapignani. Welcome back to the Map Round Show, dude. <laughs> How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing so well, man. I, I think, I, think, I, think I, I might maybe... Um, I'll, I'll accept a bit of the man, but... The legend is, is, is my old man, you know. I have a long way before I can earn that status. Yeah, yeah. You're still in the shadow, dude. It's fine. But that's why we're here today. So, uh, thank you for hosting us, first of all. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, we are at Buns Out, which yep. is your new entrepreneurial venture. Oh, one of many. So excited about this, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. So, I've got 20 of my staff here today. So, we're going to be tasting all the uh, the buns. Yeah. <laughs> but what exactly is um, Buns Out? Well, where did this whole thing come from? Because, I mean, you can't, you're wearing tights. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've worn tights here. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is a healthy, fit guy like you, like, peddling burgers? Okay, so that's a really... I think it's also just a coincidence that you've come in today. <laughs> so I've had about 16 burgers in the last uh, five days to a week. Um, and after my, my, my 16th one yesterday, I was like, I think I need to start exercising again. I've been to gym uh-huh. three times this year. It's just been work, work, work. And now I'm like, okay, I need to get into this like lifestyle again. Uh-huh. Um, and, you know, I it's, uh, it, it, it's something that finally started about... Uh, Three months ago, having a conversation with my best mate from school, a guy over there, um, sorry, a guy behind the counter in our um, in our um, establishment right now, in our restaurant called Tom Savage, right? Okay. And um, Tom is my business partner. We've known each other and have been close friends since uh, since we were six. So known each other for twenty three years. Amazing. And um, he's been in hospitality for about a decade. Wow. And I've always been obsessed with food. And I've always um, wanted to open my own restaurant. And when I was a kid, I always said I'd open my first restaurant before I turned 30. And I'm 29 this year. And, um, you know, times has just been kind of ticking over. And Tom's been dominating, um, you know, uh, managing different restaurants around. Hi, Tom. Um, <laughs> managing different restaurants um, from the UK to SA. And in SA, he helped manage um, Social on Main, um, uh, oh, the wow. collection, Saigon Susie. Very cool. And Tom was always just like the 
guy kind of like in the shadows. He does that incredibly well being in those shadows, but he wanted to finally own his own thing, you know, and, and be able to run it according to, um, you know, his own beliefs and his laws because there's some places where he doesn't quite line up with, the, you know, the his bosses, you know? Yeah. And so... He knew how much, um, you know, I'm into, how much of a serial entrepreneur I am, how much I'm into food, and how I've been wanting to open a restaurant. And I didn't think he realized how serious I was about it. And uh, we started the conversation three months ago about starting a pizza restaurant. Really? Right? Okay. We, ha- we were going to start a pizza restaurant, and we're looking for the right spot, and we're looking for, you know, the right location to really get people coming in. And the whole inspiration behind it just being pizza, so it's going to be pizza and dessert. And it's a place that we've been working on. I'll give you a little bit of a... Um, why not? I'll give you a little bit of an exclusive. So we still will do pizza in the future. Um, and it's going to be called Pizza Cake. Pizza Cake? Pizza Cake, like a piece of cake. <laughs> um, and we're just going to do pizzas and cake. Um, and um, we were finding different places, but each of them didn't allow for a pizza oven. Um, or maybe they already had another pizza place. Mm. Um, and then we found this place. So this place used to be called The Apartment. And if you come to Buns Out, you'll see it says buy the apartment. And that's because of how quickly we had to flip this and, you know, move away from, oh, um, make our lives easier with transfers and everything. So uh, we, we bought the apartment and we just traded as Buns Out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we came here and we're going to do our pizza restaurant here and it's going to be a very social. You're going to do it vibe. in here? We were going to do it in here, okay. but right. we couldn't have a pizza oven uh-huh. because this is an apartment above us. So we're at the bottom uh, and it's a fire yes. hazard. Yeah, so there were a whole, yeah. bu- a whole bunch of uh, things around that. So then we had to pivot three and a half weeks ago to burgers. Tom calls me. He's like, listen, I know we want to do one thing specifically, either pizzas or burgers or something. So I know our plan has been pizzas first, but we're going to do burgers. And I'm like, great. Okay, cool. We're doing burgers then. <laughs> and from having the conversation about doing burgers to opening uh, Buns Out was about three, three weeks, oh three and God. a half weeks. We flipped this entire place in about five days, had uh, a great um, interior team led by a lady called uh, Catherine Riley and her team. Um, we got the whole design and uh, brand identity done by um, another great uh, talented uh, um, illustrator called uh, Rebecca Taylor. Uh-huh. Um, Tom knows exactly what he's doing in terms of finding the right staff and everything. Um, uh, and yeah, I, 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 I help um, in terms of um, handling, what would I say, uh, marketing in a big way, of course, um, being able to, uh, you know, we're, we're co-owners of the space. Um, being able to ensure that we have an, an impeccable product because at the end of the day, if our product isn't really what brings people back all the time, um, then we won't have um, a great, uh, what's the word? We won't have a great customer base or regular uh, customers coming back because people will get over me mm. after their first visit. Cool. It's, 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 uh, especially it's, if you're it's wearing tights. Maps, especially if I'm wearing, well, it depends who you <laughs> ask. Uh, um, you can see my buns better in tights. Um, <laughs> so, how do you make sure that people are like, oh, jeez, uh, I even forgot that Mups is part of that place. I just uh, went, I'm just going there because it's the best burger in town. Yeah. And that's what we're really working towards. Every single part of our burgers that um, sort of uh, step towards being that best burger that everyone wants to come and enjoy. Great environment, nice and sleek interiors, a bit of a modern minimalist, but still cool. You could be anywhere in the world as well in the space. Could be a New York-y kind of space. Uh-huh. Could be London, could be Cape Town, whatever it is. Um, and uh, I think um, we're definitely onto something and it's it's growing in a big way. Obviously, there's a kind of uh, there's a few hookups here and there. We don't have a liquor license. Um, but When's we, that coming? Jeez. Um, Six months. How long is a piece of rope? You know, know. like it's you, hard, man. you don't know, but 
it's been coming for the last uh, three and a half weeks. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Um, well, look, at the end of the day, you don't need alcohol to be successful, right? 100%. So it's all, your product's not the booze. Your product's the burgers. We've got great, uh, we've got great neighbors. Um, Hashi El Jalapeno and um, uh, Tonic. And you can get alcohol from there and come here. Yeah. You can go down to the, uh, the bottle store down the road, bring your own alcohol from home, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also give away free alcohol. Um, <laughs> we've got today, actually, on Friday, we're doing this thing with Hunters. Um, where whatever burger you order and you want some alcohol, you can grab a Hunters for free. Sweet. And that's it. And that's how we keep people um, also uh, sort of realizing that we are trying to accommodate them as much as possible. But then there's the other business side of things of alcohol makes people sit and stay and not move. And this place gets packed, right? Mm. And we've had lines going out the front door and turning down the street and people are happy to wait. But if you're sitting and taking up um, the seating space, we're not turning tables as yeah. quick as we want. Yeah. And alcohol encourages that. Mm. As much as your wet ends up being one of the best parts of your margin in the business, uh, your wet products, um, it also for us, you know, if we can't turn tables quickly, nonstop, it uh, ends up being a bit of a hindrance. It's a, it, it, it hamstrings how, how well you can run your business, how smoothly you can have people coming in and out, and how happy you can keep your customers. Mm. And so, as you say, our business is burgers and making great burgers. And if you want alcohol for now, you can go anywhere else. And it's also the type of alcohol that we um, you know, put out it needs to be something that's a quick drinking, fast, um, great burger, complimentary thing that will allow you to enjoy your time while you're here and then move on somewhere else to enjoy the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, cool, man. It's, um, it, it works out quite well for us for now that we don't have because it's such a crazy busy time. I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. was a very long answer. Sorry about that. But you did well. Um, uh, <laughs> But, uh, Sorry, but my answer was meant to be, yeah, it was just a dream. And then we started and it was like uh, three months and yeah, now we're here. So burgers, burgers <laughs> is interesting, right? I mean, you've got the traditional players, Burger King, McDonald's, you've got uh, Rocker Mamas, you've got loads of fast food outlets. And what I'm fascinated to, to explore with you is this idea of, of like there's always room for one more. Yes. You know what I mean? If your product can stand the taste of Oh, sorry, the test of taste here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully my burger, uh, which is, uh, just for the record, yeah, a new baconings. I'll talk to you about the, uh, I want to hear more about the product in a second. Yeah. But I mean, we're going to get that burger. I'm going to try Ooh, it out. On that, actually. Is it here? We have 20 burgers ready for the Matt Brown Show crew. So I'd actually love to serve you while you go, kind yeah, of like go, go, you go away, you go, go away, you go away. So Matt, uh, for our listeners out there, yeah, is uh, has left the table in his tights. He's going to get me my burger, which is arriving. You're going to get the first new baconings. Um, and just very quickly for those at home, um, new baconings, all our burgers come with, uh, with chips. So new baconings is a beautiful beef patty um, with cheese, Amazing. red onions, tomato, um, some avocado. Uh, some, oh. uh, we've got a secret sauce that we put in there and some chili feta. And, uh, mm. of course, some bacon in there, which is uh, some really good streaky bacon that you'll enjoy. These chips are great. I'm loving these chips, so I'm putting chips in my mouth right now. <laughs> okay, let me try this burger. You guys, uh, basically, Buns Out is in Linden, um, in Johannesburg. So if you are up in the Joburg area, I highly recommend coming down here. I'm just going to sink my teeth into this. Hold on a sec. And I'm back. I'm still eating. <laughs> uh, how's the guy? Oh, jeez, you're ready. You're motoring through there. That's a good thing. Do I have food in my face? <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> thankfully, oh wait, but you actually also <laughs> you also have a video. But I was going to say, thankfully, your podcast uh, food on your face doesn't really matter too much. But I see what's happening. But now it does. It does. It's going to be on YouTube forever. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
thank you for again once for hosting us. I love this burger. Ah, and, good. And uh, I'm not just saying that. And just by the way, let's talk about your your menu here. So yes, I have the new Baconings <laughs> menu. Yes, and then you got Blue Boy and Hurley Schnitz and is it Brie you're looking for? And yeah, fries, chicken, and a key, what? Get quinoa. I mean, it's a pretty yeah. innovative menu. Yeah. How have you approached product design for Banza? Um Because it is different, right? Yeah. Uh, firstly, we've tried to make the menu as interactive as possible. Um, something that people can look at and sort of they first encounter with it, have a bit of a chuckle or a smile to themselves and immediately feel like, um, you know, uh, this is something they could definitely, um, you know, want to try or... Uh, what do the new kids say these days? Um, vibe with, you know, something uh, that like with, yeah. resonates with them. Um, something that seemed pretty fun and uh, quite accessible. So, you know, when you're reading things like Blue Boy um, and you're reading Is It Brie You're Looking For, um, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's cool for us to, 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 to play with it as well. Mm. Um, in terms of like product design, from the name to the actual product, we've tried to keep it as, um, you know, beautiful as possible when it comes to presentation firstly uh, but also very simple um, and we've included fries in all of our orders you have the option of normal fries or sweet potato fries and uh, wanted to have an overall incredibly fresh product one that looks um, like great value for money these are um, big burgers by the way exactly so, so they're quite big burgers and we actually have our buns because of the size of our patties which we hand mold at the back we have um, uh, our buns custom Made well, custom baked. Sorry, custom baked every single day uh, by poles uh, oh, in, the um, in 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 Marazot. Oh, and they the like the best bakery yeah, around world. and in the world. And so they literally for just for us, we're the only people that they supply with awesome. uh, with, with with buns. And um, it's been an incredible relationship for the first week and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been loving our business because we came into this thinking if we can just get to a hundred burgers a day, we'll be good. And um, it was something where we're like, it's going to be tough, but let's see what, what happens. And yeah. as soon as I, I put it out on social media, I mentioned to my team, just brace yourself because things may get a little bit wild. How many last, did you mean? And, and last week per day, we were averaging as a whole um, about 300. And um, on Saturday last week, we had about 420 oh um, gosh, in one go. And that's with us closing two and a half hours early. Yo. Um, because nice. we ran out of buns completely. Mm. So, and that's another thing. Staying consistent to product is something that's very important for myself and Tom. Especially when um, you're moving that kind of volume, right? Because it's quite easy for food to fall apart, kitchen stuff. Exactly. But more so, if we, we can't just like slip in a quick fix just out of greed and trying to make cash or whatever. So mm. what I mean by that is that if our buns run out, and this is our brand, and this is the look of um, buns out. If you look at the logo, yeah. the top bun is... Um, you know, uh, it's almost like the sun setting or or the sun rising. And that's why we have that golden shining bun as well that is a beautifully glazed, um, sort of brioche-esque bun. Mm. Um, And if if our buns run out, we can't just run to spa and get more buns and get those kinds of buns because that's not our product. Do you have to close it? Do you have to close the shop? Or we order more buns. And if they can get you quickly enough, great. But if we can't serve you what our product is, then it's done. Um, it's done. That's it. That's a great approach. Yeah. 
Because most people would cut corners. I say most people. Some people will, would cut corners. You're right. Most people would cut corners. For the bottom line. It's most people for sure. And that's great, dude. You know what? Because that's all about authenticity. Yeah. And, you know, that really does come through with everything you do. I know you've been, I know I've known you now for quite some time. And then just again in the menu and the tonality of the brand and, yeah. you know, what you've just described to me as well. I mean, that's what people, especially youngsters who crave like Curious Master, quick serve restaurant type food, yes, which is yes, what yes. you're in. They, they need that kind of authenticity because it's lost on big brands like McDonald's and Burger King exactly. and various others. Yeah, and we're trying to move away. Obviously, we can... I love that you said quick serve because we're not a fast food joint. Yes. But we... You know, because fast food for me always implies um, very mass, low quality, mass, mass produced, produced, all of go. that. Yeah. And, you know, we have free-range meat, mm. um, 80-20% ratio in our, in, in our beef patties, 80-20 being... Um, 80% meat, 20% fat, so you maintain the juiciness. Yeah. Um, high quality beef. Uh, we've got uh, Beyond Burgers, which is revolutionary. But I'm not sure if you know much about the Beyond Burgers. What is that? But they are revolutionary vegan burgers, completely plant-based burgers that freak vegans out because it tastes so much like meat. Really? But it's completely plant-based, and it looks like... You see, I'm looking at one of your... Um, I'm looking at one of your employees right now. Who's the, la- and the lady at Tish. Yes, Tash. And she's just about to eat her Beyond Burger, but is, she's not quite veggie, sure if veggie? it's... No, 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 no. The, um, are you veggie? No, no, she's veggie. Who's veggie? I thought, uh, the, the one in the... Okay, yeah. Just eat it? Eat it, go. So she's looking at it because she's not sure if it's meat or not. She doesn't trust that I got the right order. And, and it, <laughs> it sometimes scares it's, vegans where they're like, are you sure this is... So, are you sure this is not vegetarian or whatever? Does it taste like and meat? Does it? And it's completely plant-based. Um, and it, it's, it's like one of the most amazing revolutions in the food industry because it, obviously it's part of ensuring that we're eating more, um, moving responsible, more and more, even sustainable. More responsible, yes. Moving away yeah. a little bit more from meat. Um, and, um, it's a big know, trend, dude. Yeah. Just and make sure you stock like alcohol-free beer. That's a big one as well. That too. And that, that, that you me, can stock now. That for me is always quite contentious because Why? you look at a lot of these alcohol-free brands and it's, um, it's, it's such a fine line as to what alcohol-free is. 0.02%. Um, well, apparently it needs to be lower than 0.05%. Yeah. So if you look at all, all these alcohol brands, they're all around 03 um, oh. And then they call themselves alcohol-free. Yeah. Um, and I just always quite, I, I find it quite funny. Although I guess I can, I'm going to answer my own question here. I, quite, I find it quite funny and a bit odd that, that they do that because if someone does it for religious reasons, they don't drink alcohol, but I'll have it alcohol-free. Um, and then they see that oh shit, there's actually a little bit of alcohol in it. Yeah. Um, then that's problematic. But also, alcohol when it comes to religion is, some, is something that is all about intention and if you're going to be huh. having anything from an alcohol brand anyway mm. then that's your own problem you yep. know? so well, look if you yeah. have a, if you have a hundred of those beers it would be, it would be equivalent <laughs> to having one you know so yeah, for the Alcoholics absolutely. Anonymous people <laughs> there, 100% good luck with that um, it would be equivalent to having one but it could probably be equivalent to having one hour on the toilet if you're going to have a hundred too yeah <laughs> tell me can we talk brand for a second buns out yeah. Uh, where did the name come from and what, what is the brand going to stand for? Have you kind of answered any of those questions? Have you given any thought? Um, so that, that's a lot sort of uh, a lot more layered. Mm. Um, but just for uh, an overview of that, it was just sort of speaking to how... Um, so in, 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 in the logo design, sort of uh, Rebecca goes into how she wants 
something to hold the brand. Mm-hmm. So even if you look at the name Brands Out and Our Logo, two buns are holding the brand name. And throughout our um, you know, rhetoric and identity all over, there's always two buns holding um, all of what we're doing. So if you look at the menu board, there's two buns on top. Oh, there's I buns see. on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, there's the buns on the bottom here. Uh-huh. And it's always everything um, captured between uh, two buns, a little motif here, buns mm-hmm. at the top, buns at the bottom. Yep. Um, and it's really just, um, you know, so the, so the buns and everything, so the, the, the name is the, the food within the content of, of the buns um, uh, and it's uh, the name basically uh, buns out is obviously just the fact that you can't have a great burger without um, two buns you know, two great buns. buns two buns yeah and the better the buns are the better the burger will be and um, buns out is basically around you know obviously there's some tongue in cheek there um, emphasis on cheek um, and uh, you know <laughs> it's the cheeky spot for a burger and uh, buns out is just like going out to, to have you know uh, some burger buns or have a few burgers um, this is where you go out to get your burgers or go get your buns um, and obviously playing on the obvious and um, yeah it, it's, um, it's just really just a tongue in cheek that came together um, I would love to claim that I came up with the name um, but uh, who's, you know, who's guilty was, uh, <laughs> no one's guilty but uh, we had a we had a few minds throwing around and uh, when Buns Out came out uh, we all decided that would be the one that would be the one yeah. that's a cool name dude Hey guys, so as digital citizens, we are all exposed to the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media and the internet. Being a victim of cybercrime, cyberbullying, revenge, pornography, etc. can be devastating and scary. But, you know, it's not the full story. We do, in fact, have good news here. There's a company called Save T-Net Cyber Safety, and they help victims for free. By connecting you with the relevant experts such as forensic analysts, psychologists and the right people at the police and legal advisors. This is a for-purpose company and they also share the cyber safety message at schools, corporates and everywhere they can. But they do need your help. So get involved. If you are an expert, join their network or let your CSI funding keep this engine going by empowering SafetyNet to reach more schools and affected people as possible. If you'd like the full story, check out my interview with Ria Net Leibovitz, the founder of SafetyNet, right here on the Matt Brown Show. And for more information, visit SaveTNet.com. Listen, uh, quickly, about launching a new brand, a new product like this, we've just launched this one. Ah, I see a lot of people wearing that. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. TechLeadBay.com okay, cool. uh, we launched on Monday and then again in Nairobi and then again Friday here. Okay. It's very exciting to launch a new company. Um, what, did, what have you learned about launching and where did you guys maybe learn or maybe make mistakes in this whole process? I know you pivoted quickly, um, but when you reflect back on you know, three weeks, four weeks back, what jumps for you as a big learning about launching a new product, business, brand? Firstly, that um, things, but it's something you always know just in business as a whole, things don't always go to plan. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll have many promises made about certain deliveries and things that need to be able to be in place so that the next thing can be in place but um, lots of people break that chain so unfortunately you don't have that smooth cycle that you want um, with things just going one after another to um, leading to your launch um, always teething issues uh, you learn along the way very much, especially when you go in guns blazing um, and being gung-ho about it um, and really taking on the market. Um, you find your market 
and uh, your positioning and the people around there kind of along the way. It's super important to do your market research before mm. um, and, and, and your R&D before. Um, take full advantage of taking a few days when you're launching something without sort of launching it. Like it's really important to um, test it on numerous people just to see what they think so you can iron out all your issues before. Is that what you did? Yeah, 100%. So the first two days of Banzai, I didn't say a word about it because I wanted our kitchen staff to be able to put out a consistent product. Mm. Wanted to see what people complained about the most. Mm. Wanted to see what we could improve on. Mm. And we made many different changes already. And then I put it out there and said, um, you know, this is Banzai and this is what we're doing, blah, 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 blah. And was confident enough to be able to give people the product that we're offering because I believed in it so much and it was so good. And um, I believed in the service and it would be run well. And as I mentioned, um, having Tom Savage as my yeah. partner, operations would be really good and slick. Yeah. Um, Just on the menu, how, what version is this currently? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, I know being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely experience. You sometimes get stuck, don't you? Well, if you're like me, being stuck sucks. But what if you could access the minds of over 850 CEOs who have built companies generating billions of dollars in revenue and access all of that knowledge in a fraction of a second? Well, the good news is you can literally do that today. What my team have built is Matt Brown AI. It is trained on all the interviews, over 850 of them that I've done to date, all my books, all the knowledge capital that has been generated over the last 10 years right here on the Matt Brown Show. And you can get access to all of that right now for free. So how do you get access to this? Well, head on over to mattbrownshow.com and at the top you'll see community. Hit that link, sign up, it's absolutely free and you'll be given instant access to Matt Brown AI and a community of over 100,000 subscribers. Um, of the menu? Yeah. Um, this is um, this is only like version two. Really? Eh? Yeah. Jeez. So we're going to, version three will be probably up in about um, two weeks time. We've got an incredible uh, local uh, vegetarian vegan um, company that would love to uh, be a part of our, uh, a part of our product. So we'd love to also always be more and more localized as much as possible. So we would love to support them and, and make them a part of it. So you'll see another version go up quite soon. And then as soon as we have more and more alcohol, and, and to be honest, with all the social media buzz right now, everyone's trying to mm. jump on it and, and get their piece of being a part of Buns Out. Um, uh, and so that will lead to the, to the next version of it too. But this is the first version that's been up. Okay, I'm okay, with you. And yeah. the second version that we've created. Yes, yes, okay. I'm with you. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's... Um, it's been, That's cool. it's, been, it's been a great learning curve in that, in, in, in that regard. And then the last thing about launching, especially in hospitality, but once again, if you're going to be employing people, ooh, dealing with people. Dude, worst is, thing in the world. Do you know what? Absolute like, headache. I love people. I'm a people's person. Mm. Um, but jeepers, if, if I can open companies where there aren't anyone. numerous people involved, or sometimes just anyone <laughs> else, that would be great. But yeah. of course, um, that would be unsustainable too. I want a really big Doesn't business, grow. but a very small team. Yeah, 100%. You know, How do you achieve that? And yeah. um, thankfully, tech is allowing us to do that more and more. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. exactly. Tell me something. What have you learned most about yourself uh, when you look back at from the idea that you had, Tom phoning you and say, hey man, let's do this thing. What, mm. what most... Have you learned about yourself, something that you recognize maybe as a weakness or something that you feel is an insight that other entrepreneurs can apply? What is that thing? Um, I think I need to be a lot more cautious on how quickly I trust. Right? What, people? 
Well, people, yes. Um, Definitely to... Look, one thing I've always been good at is is taking risks and um, um, salivating at the idea of failure. You know this about me. Good word. Um, uh, And it's it's especially... With a burger in front of me here. (laughs) Um, While I talk, please continue to eat. I feel like... No, no, dude. I don't eat on camera. I'm not... uh, What's uh, what's the actor's name, man? Uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, that okay. I, he can eat on camera <laughs> and make anytime. It look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the Brad Pitt looks, dude. Yeah, all right, thank you, so much, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, uh, uh, so there's that. Um, I've also learned that um, I need to, I need to try and not be as intensely involved in all sorts of things, and allow the people who are really good at that to be. Um, to, to focus on that and give them the responsibility that they have earned in their years of experience and that's something I try and do with, um, with Tom you know for us it's, it's needed to be a dance you can see that I try and be involved as much as possible because it's, it's a brand that's attached to, to me my name my face as much as it is us um, if things aren't of high quality here then that's a bit of a, a reflection you know, on me, you a reflection on me yeah yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and so we've tried to understand each other more and more around that. Mm. Um, but um, he's, uh, he's definitely uh, good at that. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I think it's definitely that. Allowing myself to let things go and, um, you know, allowing myself to just um, move away from things that don't need to require my presence. Mm. Um, but also being very clear on what, is, what, and what I expect and how things should work. Um, uh, and um, I think that's definitely been in my benefit and also my detriment because in some in some places I haven't. Um, and also, I've also learned that um, yeah, I've also learned that I'm definitely uh, a, a person who who doesn't sit on things for too long and rather just jumps right in. And uh, with that, is happy to learn along the way and uh, therefore doesn't allow the um, the ideas that pop into my mind uh, rot. Yeah. and sort of just sit there doing nothing and actually gives them a possible life and allows them to breathe so that they can um, grow into something that can look after themselves. Mm. Two more questions and then, we'll, and then we'll wrap up. Cool. Um, where to from here? I mean, if, I mean, obviously, I was going to say, like people will say, if I had to say, go, oh, you must check out Buns Art in Linden and then I'll go, it's Maps Mappagnani's restaurant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because people will always, as you say, associate the personal brand with the brand. Yeah. Or give it credence to get people to come in or friends, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so, where are you going to go to from here? I mean, I know it's a big question. You guys have just launched. Yeah. But, I mean, what are you, what's your ambition here? It's a good question. So, where are you from here considering Buns Out? Yeah. Um, once again, between you and I, with how it's taken off and with how promising it's been. With our first two days, people were like, oh, when are you going to franchise? Please, can you bring it to here? Please, can you bring it there? Please, we've had people, last week, we had people come from um, Pottersroom, Rustenburg, Durban, Eastern Cape, um, Cape Town, Pretoria, just people traveling here literally to come and have the Buns Out Burgers. Huh. And um, it's, it's, this has been this beautiful, for me, there's a great balance here. There's been a beautiful hype around it mm. and then a great backing of actually being a wonderful product. It's not just hype. And it's become the spot where everyone, as soon as they get the food, you might see, um, just, be, careful, just um, be very wary of like, the interactions around here. You'll see when the food arrives, people want to take pictures of the food, say they were here, and then also pictures as well, which I'm more than happy to take. But also for, as I mentioned at the start of the interview, um, then eat the food and say, damn, it's actually not just the hype. That was actually really, really good. And then you've secured the people. And as a result, we've actually seen with 
um, with how lean we've been with the model to create everything and how we were able to flip this entire place in five days and what we know requires into going to creating that space and what we know about our markets now and what we know about our demand versus the supply so far. And it's only been two weeks. We'll really have a great um, insight into that in the next month because you could come in here perhaps next week. Who knows? It might be dead. You don't know how these things work. Um, then... Um, well, not even, if it, you can predict that, by the way. You can, you can, you can. I mean, uh, uh, we, we were in charge of a, of a lot of, of that. Of a lot of that, yes, yeah. absolutely. So, um, seeing how that goes, we're looking at perhaps even by the start of next year, January or February, um, opening another buns out either in Victoria or Cape Town. Yeah. So, that would be the next one. And then a couple more, but I don't know about franchising. Because, once again, I can't franchise something that is, for me, I feel attached to my name. Mm. Because I'm pedantic, OCD, I'm all about the small details and that really buzzes me because if you get the basics right, everything else falls into place. And how Tom and I um, complement each other is that he's a complete opposite of that. Tom's this bigger picture, bigger picture, bigger picture. And I always have to bring Tom back and then he always has to also help me see the bigger picture. But I've always been really good at doing the sort of um, um, putting in the stepping stones to that point. Mm. And um, Tom loves to see that and then leap straight there but um, a lot of the time when you leap straight there and something happens and you can't sort of take a step back because it's got this cavity or this void because you didn't do it, you know, in that stepping phase, then it can be, yeah. you know, so, but we complement each other because he fills in my, um, um, uh, what would I say, my, my, my shortcomings mm-hmm. and I try and do the same for him. But he's also the one with the experience and I always have to remember that I must never ever, um, you know, undermine his authority within the space and I try and make him, you know, realize that that's where, because, um, Honestly speaking, initially he never expected that I would be as involved as I am, you know. Uh, but it's, it's, it, for me, it's, it's, it's paramount to its success that I'm, I'm, I'm as involved as I am. Um, and um, which is as great, I say, by the way, because you can't have two founders and ones busy doing other things necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like 100%. especially in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and um, yeah, I think I think um, we we now and again trip over each other's feet. Um, but uh, we're slowly becoming um, really good dancers that are managing to dance at the same rhythm and tune. Awesome. Um, and that's what it's about, I think. I think the success of a business is having a team that can uh, be really well choreographed um, in um, developing um, a great, you know, a great bigger dance that uh, people love to watch and be a part of um, that uh, creates some sort of longevity for a brand. Cool. Um, I wanted to make offer something to you. Feel free to decline it. But sure. would you like to meet Brian Altrich, the founder of Rockamamas? Do you know him? Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I've never met him before. Haven't you? Um, but I've definitely uh, read a couple of his interviews and everything. Uh, he'd um, be a great sounding board. Sure. Especially I mean, now. If you would be keen, that'd be, yeah. that'd be great. So, um, I'll set it up for you. Cool. Thank you Last one. Why this? Why now? Because there's no time like the present. Because if I give you a... a, a technical answer around that um, then it would be the most stupid decision and I'll tell you why but firstly very simple to why this why now is because there's no time like the present um, and because um, I want to and because I have um, I, I feel I have the right person to do it with awesome. and, um, and in the technical answer which makes no sense is that I'm at the, uh, in the busiest phase of my life 
It's been so ridiculously crazy for me. So fortunate to be back up in my schedules, traveling like crazy. Um, I don't know, you know, my backside from my head right now. Um, things are just running like Very technical a crazy. Answer. <laughs> <laughs> things are, are, are running like a, you know a, a, a train that's just not stopping. Um, I'm just going, going, going. Having so many projects, I'm so fortunate to work on. The economy is looking terrible right now for us. Uh, we'll be right, lucky man. if we even grow by 1% next, um, next mm-hmm. year. Uh, food and retail is really, really down in a bad way. Disposable income is low. Um, it would be a terrible decision to go into it. So yeah, why not open a, um, right open a burger joint? Well, yeah. And so when I, when, I speak, when I talk to you about it, uh, about it like that, then it sounds absolutely stupid. But once again, you just also never know unless you take that big leap. Well, the thing about a flat market is that it's actually the best time to launch. 100% there's also that. You know if you make it in the but market to Yeah, no, we don't tell people that. <laughs> yeah. That's what we've done. <laughs> yeah. Maps, dude, what a pleasure to have you back on the show. And uh, the food's great. I love what you're building here. I uh, really look forward to seeing what you guys are going to do in the future. Eh? Thank you so much. Can I, uh, you yeah, mind man, I bring Tom, Tom to on. on? Everybody come meet Tom. 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 Sorry. So everyone, this is Tom Savage. Um, he's my business partner. Um, he's, he's very much the brains behind the project. Okay. Um, uh, and I'd love for him to say a few words. Tom, welcome, buddy. Cheers. Thanks, man. Nice one, dude. So here you went to school with Maps, eh? Yeah, unfortunately, it was uh, 12 years of pure pain. I'm uh, sure. But he turned out all right in the 23 end. 23 or 12? Because you were saying it was 23 years of pain or something like that. We, we've known <laughs> each other for 23 years. Yeah. Uh, I took a, a 10-year break. Yeah. Um, and then we've kind of just stayed in touch over the years, and uh, now we kind of see each other every day. So, okay, you know, fun and games. So, you're, obviously, your name's Tom Savage. You've built a savage menu here. <laughs> where does your where does your uh, kind of innovation or thinking come from when it comes to building a product like this? So, my my principles in in business are quite simple. It's keep it simple. Um, and one of my key strengths is being able to allow other people to work to their strengths. Mm. So I kind of just briefed my, my girlfriend, actually, who's quite good at cooking, and just said to her, come up with a menu that, that is simple, easy, and accessible. Um, and, and that's kind of That's, by the way, a hard thing to do. Wow. Actually, think about it. I mean, a burger is a burger, right? In theory, yeah. and then you can have like a bazillion combinations. So it's actually quite hard to choose. You know, like that's that's what is going to go on is is it brie you're looking for you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely yeah so so i think then when we when we sat down to discuss the menu we we, we kind of just conceptualized that it would be uh three sections of accommodating everybody so your your classic section kind of appeals to your easy going burger goer uh-huh. so you've just got cheese onion lettuce tomato that kind of stuff uh, then you've got a vegetarian and vegan option, which we felt was very important in today's day and age. Um, we think there's a lot more people going towards eating um, healthy, sort of, yeah, healthy, alternative uh, food, conscious, sort of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we wanted to have a, a section where we can experiment with stuff, you know. So, so not just having your run-of-the-mill uh, burgers. We want to do some fun stuff, and that's where stuff like the go nuts and the uh, the uh, is it free you're looking for comes from and it's uh-huh. it's a chance for us to express ourselves on there without losing too much control so you two obviously have known each other a long time there's a thing I don't know whether you've heard about it Maps but it's like um, you never go into business with, business with family or friends have you been told that before um, and so I'd like to ask you Tom 
was is that true is that a truism or is it something that you know entrepreneurs should be ignoring here <laughs> based on your own experience working with maps around this thing um, uh, do I have to be honest yes or, or absolutely be fucking honest <laughs> Uh, look, it's uh, it's not always easy, um, but I think for me in business, it's it's whether you're in it with family or friends. Um, we actually have a third partner who's my father, of, of all things. So I've I've broken all. Why the don't rules you just make it more boundaries. complicated, Tom? Um, <laughs> if I've learned something in business, it's about compromise, and mm-hmm. and I think whether you're in there with family or friends or not, you, you're always going to end up in a position where you have to reach a place that you understand each other. So so maybe in contradicting that that saying, it's that it's easier to do it with family and friends because you kind of understand each other anyway so yeah. to reach that compromise to reach that understanding is easier mm. than with somebody you don't know the trust um, is there you know what I'm saying and like yeah. that's the important thing you know what Maps is saying like he's got to trust you to do what you need to do and vice versa and, that's, yeah, and, that, and that takes time sometimes to build you know what I mean yeah. give you and I let's do, let's do another one let's do a pizza and cake story <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. it would be very different if it was you know you and me versus you and maps with your history yeah you know what I mean absolutely and I think I think like you touched on it is that trust part where you know he just lets me do what I need to do mm. um, and he trusts that it'll get done and you know I let him do what he needs to do and uh, I trust that it'll get done you know so if we this morning I've been running around uh, making sure we've got enough patties, that we've got enough lettuce. Buns, don't forget the buns. Yeah, that we've got enough buns. He actually looks after the buns. Are you the buns? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, look what he's wearing. God, Have you seen man. those buns? Yes. I think we can get Maverick, can we get a tights on the buns? <laughs> I'm talking about the buns in the kitchen, my man. <laughs> cool. So, Tom, uh, just one quick question. Like, um, what's your why around this? Like, why are you doing this now? So I've been... Um, your, there's a long answer and there's a short answer to this. However you want to do it. I've been in hospitality for 11 years. Um, I went on a gap year in 2009. I'm still on a gap year. Um, and I actually started off working in a bar. I used to wash glasses for a living. That's what I did. And, and for some reason, it hooked me. I was done. That was it. I loved the industry. I loved the ability to interact with people. Um, I love the fact that I didn't have to sit in an office uh, every day and look at an Excel spreadsheet and then sort of go home at five o'clock and hope that my life came together. I really enjoyed uh, being active and uh, living a different lifestyle. Um, But hospitality is hard and you work long hours, late nights, weekends. So you miss out on a lot of things, families, birthdays, weddings, funerals, all that kind of thing. And I think I got to the point where I had worked my way up through uh, being a bartender, then into management, and then I'd worked for a company that was about uh, 38 to 40 bars operated, so it was a big operation. Um, I left to come back to work in South Africa. I grew up here. It's where my heart is. Um, But it it never changed. The whole way through hospitality was always, you work 65 hours a week, you're there until 3 in the morning, you... Uh, under a lot of pressure, under a lot of stress. Um, and some point through the last year, uh, I started to feel like, what, what if we could build something that was in hospitality, but that didn't revolve around that, that looked after its people in a way that uh, the rest of the world looks after its people, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and so we created this company called Savage Holdings that, that is about uh, our statement, our mission is to create better hospitality for everybody. Mm. 
Um, and, and we firmly believe that that starts with our employees. And as an example, I mean, in hospitality, you don't get uh, public holidays off. So yeah. over Easter, where uh, your normal corporate environment gets, I think, if you, uh, we worked that out, if you took four days of holiday, you got 18 days of leave. It's crazy. It's yeah. mad. You it's basically madness. take April off. Yeah. Uh, but in hospitality, you don't get that. So we, we've given our employees, you get 35 days of holiday. What? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, they get a free meal every night. Um, so for, for every shift they work, they get a free meal. Um, and then everybody is on a profit share. Really? So whatever, w- whatever we take through the business, uh, you know, it's in the interest of everybody to, to look after it because at the end of the day, it impacts what they take home at the end of the day. Is that paid out w- monthly? Monthly, yeah. Monthly, yeah. And was that capped? Uh, no. No. It's no. not capped, really, yeah? No. That's amazing. It's something I've been toying with in my own business as well. Mm. Um, something I'm seriously considering. Um, def- definite yes on that? Profit share with, with, uh, with staff to keep them focused, treat the business like it's their own? Definite yes, or you kind of maybe... Yo, uh, I, think I know it's it, a tough one. Maybe a bit too early to, to understand that yeah. yet. Um, I think... I think I'm 90% of the way to saying yes. Really? Um, That's good enough. And I, th- you know, I think, again, in hospitality, you've got an element of theft that happens because there's so much um, access to stuff like cold drinks, beer, mm. tequila. Shrinkage. Um, exactly. And I, and I don't think you ever eliminate that, but I think you can take steps towards reducing it. And I think if people feel like they, they belong to something or they own something, then they're less likely to... To, to, take, do that to do thing. that kind of thing. Because they think yeah. their business is their own. So why would you steal from yourself? Exactly. So that's a good point. And then if somebody is doing that, that the guys who aren't will inherently mm. weed them out because you're not just stealing from the owners. Yeah. You're stealing from me as well. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it'll, it'll hit them. It'll hurt them a little bit if they see somebody else doing that. And also it'll stand you guys in good stead in terms of this culture, right? So if and when you do decide to open up a store two, three, etc., that it's that same culture that would spread across, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what we hope to build, I think. And, you know, I'm not saying we're going to Cape Town soon, but... Um, Maps is. Huh? You know about that. <laughs> <laughs> we're also not saying we're not. Right? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to Tokyo next week. Doesn't mean we're opening our buns out there. It's, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buns out in Tokyo. Yeah. Um, oh, that's hilarious. So, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's kind of... It's us, really. Yeah. Tom? Mm. Maps? Best of luck to you, boys. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well Appreciate it. Super chuffed for you. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for checking out the Map Round Show, guys. And if you'd like to get the Kung Fu put in your ninja, check out digitalkungfu.co.za. Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an X.com.